Welcome to the latest episode of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. This time around, we are looking at Back in El Paso, My Life Will Be Worthless. It is the seventh short story in the X-Files Trust No One collection that was released in 2015, and it was written by Keith R.A. DeCandido, who hasn't got any other X-Files credits that I could find, but he's got a very long list of Star Trek credits, including overseeing the Special Corps of Engineers line that was released as eBooks first, starting in the year 2000 and being shut down in 2006, right before the Kindle launched. Not to mention a number of other novelizations for Marvel Comics, for Buffy the Vampire Slayer, for StarCraft, for Farscape, Stargate SG-1, So he's got a pretty extensive list of credits working with licensed properties. This story is a little different than most. Even though it is written in the third-person perspective, our character of focus is actually Special Agent Jackson Cole, who has preferred to work without a partner for a while and has been allowed to do so for the most part. He gets called into Skinner's office because it's been asked that he go back to El Paso where he helped track down a serial killer because now we are seeing identical killings that include details that not everyone knew and were never released to the public. So it looks like he may have led to an arrest of the wrong guy. And going through the case history, he was brought in originally because the city had already arrested four of the wrong people. They'd have someone in custody, seemed to have an airtight case, and then more killings happened. And sort of lather, rinse, repeat. So Cole is forced to work with Mulder and Scully against his will. He does not like working with partners after what happened with his last partner, Agent Dwayne Berry. So when they get to El Paso, he is still the agent in charge, and he tends to give Mulder and Scully busy work or grunt work, so they are working the case from three different angles in three different locations. He is especially not inclined to work with Mulder, given that Mulder not only has a reputation for being off-kilter and off-the-wall with his crazy ideas, but Mulder is the one suggesting that maybe you're dealing with a shapeshifter, and that's why it always seems to be this person, and then there's more killings. So this is a case where things progress until actually Jack Cole becomes one of the suspects when eight witnesses spot him dumping one of the bodies, at which point the FBI's involvement, which has always been optional, ends when they are uninvited with Jack Cole in custody, at which point the readers learn the solution to the case with all the I's dotted and T's crossed for the most part. They know who did it, how, and why, but we get that ambiguous ending. So as far as Scully's field report is concerned, this case is somewhat unsolved. They think it's solved because of the way things have gone, but there is ambiguity. So essentially, the FBI is saying that, yeah, this case is closed, as are the local PD, but the reader knows that they have drawn the wrong conclusion. So it's another one that points out that the X-Files don't have a very good completion rate, and Agent Cole has some ideas as to why that is, which are not super popular with Mulder and Scully, 
but it's completely understandable from a character perspective as to why he would draw these conclusions. So yeah, it's another one that is worth reading. I am now reading the short stories in this collection in the order that they appear in the book. I am happier now than I was at first. So far, the least satisfying story has been the first one, the Catatonia story that we have previously discussed. At any rate, that is all we have to say about Back in El Paso, My Life Will Be Worthless. Next up, we are going to be looking at the first novel that was published as a tie-in to The X-Files, titled Ground Zero, written by Kevin J. Anderson and published on December 1st, 1995. So please join us for that in two weeks' time. Thank you for listening.